0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. You would have seen last night we dropped a post on our Instagram page naming our top five players to never win a M. Now, you need to keep in mind the M. medal. It came in in 1980, so it's only been around for about 40 years we've had one or two years that have been skipped, so it's been handed out about 38 times, and a number of guys have won it on more than one occasion. Off the top of my head, you know, you've got Joey, uh, you've got Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk, a few other guys, so there's only really been about 30-odd, maybe a little bit less guys that have won the Dalian medal, but there's been a lot of absolute legends that have been left out, and they haven't been able to win one, and here are my top five, and I just want to point out that there is one guy that I've left off this list that could be a little bit controversial, and that's Wally Lewis. Now, I want you to just remember with King Wally, of course, he's an immortal, but he didn't play his first game in the ARL until 1988. Yeah, he retired in 1992. He played with the Broncos in the first two seasons, then he played with the struggling Gold Coast side, so... As much as Wally Lewis hasn't won a Dalian medal, I think it would have been extremely difficult for him to win one. So he's a sort of a notable mention. He's not in my top five here. I know a lot of people messaged me saying Wally Lewis has to be one. I've left him off that list for that simple reason. A lot of these guys, they played in the peak of their footy when the Dalian medal existed. They won premierships. They did everything in the game whilst the award existed and it was available for them. But they weren't able to take it home. Let's kick off with number five. Number five. Greg Inglis came in at number five for me. It's unbelievable to think Greg Inglis never won a M medal. One of the most damaging players we've ever seen. And, I mean, when you look at the list of awards that Greg Inglis won, it's, it's unbelievable to think he didn't get one of these. I mean, the guy was the Dalian, you know, positional player of the year at center fullback, and at 5'8", at different points during his career. I believe it would have been 2007. He won the Clive Churchill medal, playing 5'8", in the grand final. He won the Golden Boot in 2009 but never managed to come home with the Dalian medal. And I guess part of that reason, you could look at it and say, well, in that Melbourne side, he was surrounded by absolute superstars. You know, a few of those guys won Dalian medals and GI missed out. I mean, you could argue that when he was at centre, obviously it's incredibly hard to win it from centre in the modern game. Very tough. When he was playing eight, he was very young. He was still developing his game. When he got older and he was playing fullback, you know, he was there was a host of stars in the NRL competing for those points. And he was in a pretty handy team in that South Sydney side. I mean... Sam Burgess, Adam Reynolds, these sort of guys, they would have stolen a lot of points off him during that era. But when you think about how damaging he was, it's unbelievable to think that Greg Inglis never won a M medal. Of course, a golden boot winner. He did everything else in the game he could possibly do. One of the greatest players we've ever seen, but will forever be without a M medal. Number four. The natural Brett Kenny comes in at number 4 for me. Obviously he was so dominant during the 80s and of course that award it was first given out in 1980 so it really was during, you know, the peak time of Brett Kenny and when he was playing in all those grand finals and scoring. You know, he just about scored two tries in every grand final he played in, just a freak Brett Kenny and I guess it was tough for Brett Kenny because obviously there were points being taken off him by the man standing next to him Peter Sterling. He of course won it in 86 and 87 off the top of my head. So when the man standing next to you wins it twice, it's a pretty tough gig. But Brett Kenny definitely should be in the immortal status. If Sorry, in the immortal argument. If they were to make him the next immortal, as I've said a few times, you wouldn't hear any arguments from me. I think he does deserve that mantle. But to not win one of these, uh, it, it is surprising. I mean, the Clive Churchill medal wasn't given out in the early 80s, but he was the man of the match in 82 and 83. Ah, uh, him and Sterling, just such an unbelievable combination. And on the big stage, it was quite often Brett Kenny that stood up in the grand finals. But across the seasons, it was normally Sterling that got the most raps, and probably still does to this day. Obviously, Brett Kenny, he's uh, he sort of faded into the background a little bit. He hasn't gone into coaching. He hasn't gone into media. So I think to some extent, people have forgotten just how good he was. But I mean. 1985, he won the Golden Boot. 82-83, he was was the best player on the ground in the grand final. Uh, He was the M representative player of the year in 1986. So you think about the talent that was running around in 86. It's pretty incredible. Brett Kenny, the amount of awards he won, but still he never came home with a M medal. One of the best players to never win it and definitely 100% deserves his spot in this top five list. Number three. Big Mal comes in at number three for me. One of the greatest players we've ever seen, obviously an immortal of our game, and captain of the Canberra Raiders during their absolute glory years there. Picked up a couple of premierships. Obviously, he's gone on to be the coach of that Queensland era that was just unstoppable. He's done it all in rugby league, Mal Meninger, as I said, an immortal, but the one thing he never did was win a M medal. Now, of course, playing centre, it is hard to win the M medal, especially in the modern game. Back then, I think Meninga was good enough to potentially win one. I mean, you have a look at the awards he did, won, did win, 89, M representative player of the year, 89, he won the golden boot as well, but he didn't come home with the M uh, medal that year. He was the M centre of the year in 1990 and 1991, he was the rugby league week player of the year in 1990, so... For him to get Rugby League Week Player of the Year in 1990, when the gold mood in '89, he was obviously extremely close to winning that Dally M Medal. Never quite came home with it. Dally M Captain of the Year '91 and '94, and he was in, in, introduced in the Australian Hall of Fame 2003, and an Immortal in 2018. Incredible stuff from Mal one of the most damaging players we will ever see. Comes in number three on my list of best players not to win a Dalian medal, and it it boggles the mind how Mal Meninga didn't get one. As I said, one of the most damaging players we've ever seen in one of the best teams ever, but there was obviously a lot of guys around him that did pick up these awards, notably the halves Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly. They would have collected a lot of points in this side, but Mal Meninga, Canberra, they wouldn't have been the same team without Mal. I have no doubts about it. Number two. Darren Lockyer comes in number two on my list, and you'll hear number one in a moment, but I could have had number two or number one. They could have switched over. I could have had them in either order and I wouldn't have argued with you. But Darren Lockyer, the amount of awards that this guy won and the amount that he achieved in his career without winning a Dallium medal... It will blow you away. He was the M fullback of the year, 98, 2001, and 2002. He then made his move to 5-8 in about 2004. He was the Dallium 5-8 of the year, 2004, 2006, 2007. So he was the best in his position. He played two of them, six of those years. Now, on top of that, in the year 2000, he won the Clive Churchill medal. In 2001 and 2006, he was the M representative player of the year. He, run the, he won the Ron McAuliffe medal in 2001, 2003, and 2006. The Proven Summons medal in 2004. He was the international back of the year in 2004 and 2006. But here's the kicker and the most shocking thing of all. Darren Lockyer, he was the golden boot winner in 2003 and 2006, and he never won a Dalian medal. It simply blows me away. And if we have a look at 2006 in particular... He captained the Broncos to the premiership that year. He was the Dallium M 8 of the year. Queensland won the Origin Series. He won the Tri-Nations with the Kangaroos. He captained them in absolutely everything. There wasn't a single thing Darren Lockyer didn't do that year outside of win the Dally M medal. Obviously mentioned in 2000 as well, he's got a Clive Churchill medal next to his name. So he did absolutely everything Darren Lockyer, and it shocks me that he never got a Dally M medal. It honestly boggles the mind when you think about it to be... The boot winner twice, to be the best in your position over two positions six times is simply amazing and still not be the best player in the game. And I mean, you have a look, he was always in pretty star-studded sides, but I mean, there was no one else in that Broncos team during that era that won a Dalian medal. It's extremely, extremely unlucky to be Darren Lockyer. I don't have the stats myself, but I'd love to know how close he came on how many occasions I'm pretty confident Darren Lockyer would have been in the top five or six players in the M count at least eight years of his career. But unfortunately, he never came home with that top gong. It's one thing against Darren Lockyer, I guess, and it's one thing against number one as well. It's incredible that Darren Lockyer never got a M medal. You could argue he's been robbed. Number one. As I said about Darren Lockyer at number two, you could have quite easily had Lockyer at two or this man at one, Brad Fittler, and I could have easily had them both swapped over. I'm happy to hear either argument. I won't argue with either of them, but Brad Fitler comes in at number one for me. It simply blew me away that Brad Fitler never got a Dalian medal and part of the reason why I had him ahead of uh, Darren Lockyer on this list was simply because in 1997 he received the Nokia Proven Summons medal which essentially was the Dallium medal of that year but of course we had the Super League war uh, Brad Fittler and his Roosters they're on the ARL side so we didn't have the M medal that season and the next year it came back and I believe Joey won it but obviously Brad Fittler you know by the textbook, he doesn't have a Dalian medal, and I'm sure Freddie would never claim that Nokia summons whatever it was trophy as a Dalian medal. He was the best player in the comp that year, but the reality is that it's not a Dalian medal. the The competitions were split. Freddie wouldn't claim it, so I don't think it counts. And I just think Brad Fittler, he was incredibly unlucky not to get one. I think he was, you know, a top three player in the game for ten odd years. There, he was simply amazing. I mean, you look at the awards that he received. Earlier in his career, he was the M Centre of the Year 92-93, M Locker of the Year 94. He then made his move to the Roosters over the next few years, and 97, as I said, Nokia Proven Summons Medal, the equivalent of the M but it's not a M Medal. He was also the Rugby League Week Player of the Year, so I think it's fairly safe to say he would have got the M Medal that year if it existed, but it didn't. He was then the Dallium 5 8 of the Year in 98-99 and 2002, now, keep in mind, post-2002, he obviously won the premiership that year. He then went on to captain the Roosters to the Grand Finals, 03 and 04. So it's not like he slowed down after he stopped winning awards. Dare I say, 03 and 04, they were his most complete years of footy. I think that's when he was at his absolute best. And to top it off, in the year 2000, he didn't win the Golden Boot Awards. So he was the best player in the game. I mean, you've got to remember with Freddie, he was, he was captain of Australia at 25, 26, which is simply amazing. And to not win a Dalian medal, you know, in his last five years, I think he played in four grand finals. Simply incredible stuff. As I said, you could swap him with Darren Lockyer and put him at number two. That's fine. But the thing that puts it in front for me is the fact that he won that Proven Summons medal, and it didn't count as a Dalian medal. They're extremely hard to win. We all know that. Once again, same as Lockyer, I'd love to know with Freddie how close he got on how many occasions. I'm confident he would have been in the top five players six or seven times in his career. A legend of rugby league. And as I've said a number of times to you guys, I believe Lockie and Brad Fittler, they both have to be immortals. This might be the one thing that sort of separates them from the others, puts a bit of a gap between them. Not winning a Dalian medal, you know, in the reality of rugby league, it probably does matter. Personally, I don't like the award. I don't think it's a representation of the best player every season. Most of the time it is but I think a lot of the time it isn't. And the fact that neither of these two ever won one, I think it says that we have a problem with this award in the modern game. These top five lists that we're putting out at the moment, we're going to try and do a lot more of them during the off-season. So if you've got any ideas for categories or anything you want to hear us go through our top five, it could be in the modern game, it could be in the history of the game, it could be anything rugby league related, send me a message on Instagram or send me an email, therugbyleagueguru at gmail.com. I want to hear all the categories you want to hear me go through in the off-season. 2021, it's not too far away, but we're going to make it come a lot quicker.